0: This is a Federal News Network podcast.
1: The pandemic has damaged the economy, no question about that. But it's also stimulated record levels of federal contract spending. For just how high and where the money has gone, we turn to Bloomberg Government Senior Defense Analyst Rob Levinson. Rob, good to have you back.
0: Great to be here,
1: Tom. So tell us, first of all, the top line, how much has, has uh, spending increased because of the pandemic?
0: Well, the top line, Tom, is $228 billion as of the end of the fiscal 2020, which ended on September 30th. Now, again, that is only for civilian agencies. We don't have the DOD data because it's delayed three months, so we won't know that until January. But this $228 billion does appear to be a record as far back as we can tell, and it it boosted about 17% from the previous year, fiscal 2019 which is also, it seems to be a record jump. Usually we get like single digit percent increases every year. So this was two or three times what we've seen in recent years.
1: And was most of it health and human services? A good bit ages- of
0: it was, in fact, in HHS, about 44% of the total increase. So the increase over 2019 to 2020 fiscal years was $33.5 billion in total. And, and HHS represented about 44% of that figure. And of course, as you might expect, that was driven a lot by spending on COVID-related stuff, vaccines, as well as ventilators, uh, other biomedical research, uh, PPE, all that kind of stuff. And then a big chunk of it also was at the VA. VA was another 13% of the total increase. And, and that, again, we think it's a little harder to tell with the VA, but the patient-centered community contract, which pays for you know veterans to go outside the VA system. Uh, there was a big jump in that contract, spending on that contract, probably accounted for by COVID as well. So yeah, a lot of it was probably due to HHS and COVID, but there was some big spending increase at the Department of Energy, which didn't appear to have a lot to do with COVID, probably more with the you know refurbishment of the nuclear arsenal.
1: Yes, and also some supercomputing investments, although it's fair to say that it may not be reflected in contract spending. They did have a big job in the COVID because they have been loaning their supercomputers to some of the research efforts, both in the private and federal sectors.
0: Right. Nobody has uh, supercomputers like the Department of Energy. And so, yeah, they've been using it for biomedical data, trying to help, you know, fight the
1: COVID, uh, COVID pandemic. And then SBA is also mentioned in your report.
0: Right. SBA, again, not a huge agency, uh, but but in terms of percentage, the jump was incredible, it went from $177 million in contract spending in fiscal 2019 to more than $1.5 billion in 2020. So, you know, that's a, a huge multiple, <laughs> hundreds of percentages of increase. Uh, and, and the driver there was, of course, the, uh, the COVID resist, uh, assistance programs, the Economic Injury and Disaster Loan Program. Basically, the SBA had to contract with a company to sort of help it process these loans, qualify people and. And do all of that, and there was one big contract. The company called RER Solutions. It was originally about three hundred thirty million dollars, and then they bumped it up about another four hundred million. It was the total of seven hundred seventy million dollars in obligations to that one company doing this for SBA. And there's been some concern about that contract. There's some, the IG and Congress has some 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 questions about how that contract was awarded and expanded. So that's still being investigated. If there's another assistance package, probably we'll see more money go into the SBA.
1: Well, that was my next question. This increase, presuming that agencies already had their appropriations for that past year prior to the pandemic arriving, all of this extra money, this 17% increase in contracting came as a result of stimulus spending through the primarily the CARES Act.
0: Right. Uh, I mean, the, the biomedical stuff was the CARES Act. And then, like I say, this stuff for economic assistance and the associated costs of delivering that economic assistance. So, yeah, this was all, you know, sort of supplemental funds on top of already appropriated funds for fiscal 2020.
1: We're speaking with Rob Levinson, senior defense analyst at Bloomberg Government. And getting back to the topic of the contract that you mentioned with RER Solutions, in the grand sense here, the reckoning for how this spending was done and whether it was done accurately and properly, that's all yet to come too, isn't it?
0: Yeah, and, and to be to be fair, you know, anytime there's sort of big spending like this uh, in a very short period of time, there's going to be problems. It's just too big a task. Um, you know, whether it was, you know, back in the, in the Great Recession and spending related to getting us out of that, anytime you throw this much money, multi-billions of dollars, at problems in a very short period of time, you know, some I's are not going to get dotted and T's are not going to get crossed in its delivery. So I expect we'll see some some examination and reckoning of some of that.
1: And let's talk about the corporate side of this, because it looks like the increase in spending did not go either on the defense, as far as we can tell at this point, and the civilian side to the household companies that we tend to talk about in information technology, in weapon systems, and all of those things, even in professional services. A different class of contractors got a lot of this money.
0: To some degree, that's true. Again, we don't know the defense spending, and and, and our, our projection at BGov is the defense spending is going to go up quite a bit too. But again, we can't really talk about exactly how much until until January. But you're right. I mean, a lot of this, again, was the biomedical stuff. You know, uh, HHS had four contracts, which went through under using other transaction authority, which were all over a billion dollars for for various medical things. I mean, this one company, Moderna, had not done business really with with the federal government in recent years, and it got a billion dollar contract uh, for vaccine work. It was, it was a small business and got a billion dollars for vaccine work. So you're right, particularly on the health front, uh, not the, the sort of the usual suspects. Now, with the one exception, of course, McKeeson Corp., which always you know has been the leader in terms of civilian contracting for years now, because it delivers basically pharmaceuticals for the VA, is still on top. Um, it's still got $6.8 billion in contracting. And, and so McKeeson is always going to be up there but you're right. It, it, it wasn't the usual Lockheed Martin's general dynamics and things like that, at least on the civilian side. Again, defense remains to be seen.
1: Sure. And uh, how did small business fare in all of this?
0: Small business did pretty well. The percentage of the total spending of small business was about 26% of the $228 billion total, about $59.4 billion. And that tends to stay pretty steady year to year. So the overall budget goes up and small business went up as well. So it it fared really well. It's like I said, that one company, Moderna, was a small business and it got a billion dollar contract. So small business did pretty well.
1: Well, that's good testimony to the contract management because it seems like the government stuck to its usual guns of trying to meet that annual percentage for small business that it has to every year.
0: Absolutely. I mean, they still have those goals and they use the set asides and things. And so, So, yeah, uh, you know, despite, again, the money being shoveled out the door very quickly, um, it's still, you know, they still manage to keep keep money going to small business.
1: And can you tell whether there's a tail to this? In other words, we're into the next fiscal year. The government otherwise is on a continuing resolution. And so there's going to be a hitting of the skids in some sense for spending. But is there money that is obligatable that's from last fiscal year because of the CARES Act that could boost the spending that, Otherwise would occur in the new fiscal
0: yeah I think there is some money I mean some of it does expire but Congress did give some flexibility so money that hasn't been spent in fiscal 2020 can still be spent in fiscal 2021 so there's there's some lag and again I think there is an expectation despite the the ups and downs of negotiations that there's going to be another stimulus package here in some fashion if not you know it may not come till January after the election or something like that but there's more money until until we get a handle on this COVID thing. And, you know, we sort of pass that. I expect that the government's going to keep throwing money at the problem and there's still going to be opportunities for contracts.
1: The more they spend on direct payments to individuals and small businesses, that requires a lot of administration to handle. And that's where a lot of the contract spending comes in at the federal contractor level.
0: Right. I mean, that's exactly, look at the SBA thing was just to help The Small Business Administration, you know, administer a program and they had to spend about $1.5 billion, you know, way more than they had spent in previous years just to oversee
1: all this money. In other words, give me a billion and I can spend a trillion.
0: Right. I mean, you know, a a big a big agency like the Department of Defense knows how to spend, uh, you know, billions and billions of dollars. But the Small Business Administration is not really equipped nor in normal times to to oversee that kind of money.
1: Yeah, so maybe there's some lessons there for the next time around. Rob Levinson, a senior defense analyst with Bloomberg Government. Thanks so much.
0: Thank you, Tom.
1: We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Also a link to his blog on this. Hear the Federal Drive on demand. Subscribe at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One.